0: It's Billy. Welcome to the Start Small, Believe Big podcast, a safe place for those who find themselves desiring to find their footing in the middle of a life change, yet feel in, uh, uh, inadequate, unwise, and unprepared. I swear I'm prepared today, ha! but I am most of the time inadequate. That's why we're joining here together to learn how to move past that. You don't have to have it all together to start with one small step. I believe as we allow Jesus to work in and through our lives, one step, one decision, and one action at a time, we will find peace and fulfillment. The Lord rejoices as the work begins. So sit down and get comfy, or turn up the volume while you work out, or get life done. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. I've been talking the past three weeks about wisdom. And I find it funny that I still don't feel like I'm qualified enough to be wise enough to teach about wisdom. But what I do know is that I'm seeking wisdom every day. I cherish it and I try to apply it each and every day of my life. And so I'm pulling you along with me in this. Wisdom is such a heavy term. When I think of wise people, I usually associate it with an older person. Well, now I'm older, but I don't think I've got this wisdom thing completely down. But then again, do we ever? I wanted to go over the definition of wisdom today because today we're going to be talking about applying the wisdom. I've talked a little bit about it every week about how we should seek it, cherish it, and apply it, right? This week I really want to dive into the application of wisdom. Because we can read the Bible, learn about God's wisdom, write notes about it, journal about it, think about it, pray about it, sit on it, listen to it. But if we don't start applying it to every day of our lives, it's just sitting there. It's sitting there, not glorifying God. It's just sitting there. So what I want to do is to help you take that one next step. Wisdom definition marked by deep understanding, keen discernment, and a capacity for sound judgment, exercising or showing sound judgment, being prudent. Living wisely is applying what we know about God to our life right now. Living wisely takes the knowledge out of our head and moves it into our heart so that we can apply it to our feet in acting it out. In these actions, we can help influence others in a godly manner. It also provides influence on our own lives and our decision making. We must take our circumstances and hold them up to the truth so that we can pause Before we react, application of wisdom, we can't always plan for. It comes in our circumstances. It comes when things aren't always so good. It comes in a a split-second moment of making a decision. Sometimes it's you can sit down and think it through and pray it through and look for Scripture to pair up with it. But doesn't it happen most of the time when we're not ready, when we're not prepared? But we have to make a wise choice anyway. When reading Proverbs, I found a few descriptions of wisdom, and I want you to listen to these. And they're going to be um, different verses, and I'll let you know what those are, but just a synopsis of them if you would like to think of it that way. So, descriptions of wisdom. A wise person puts himself in the company of those wiser. He obtains guidance. That's Proverbs 1.5 and walks with the wisdom to become wise. You see, there's action in the steps, Proverbs thirteen twenty. A wise person stores up knowledge and applies it to his life, 833. A wise person makes good choices, such as using discernment or good judgment, like in the definition we read, Proverbs 16, 21. And refrains from sinning in his anger, 29, 11. That's the one where you don't get to sit down and ponder it and pray over it and make a decision. The praying and pondering and and godly wisdom should have been the foundation before the anger. Doesn't mean you're not going to fight. Doesn't mean you're not going to get angry. But it helps you to refrain from sinning in the anger. A wise person obtains good results from his wise decisions. But fools, those with no knowledge or wisdom, do not proverbs three thirty five, 35 in all of those having the foundation of god's wisdom reading his word cherishing it in our hearts applying it to our daily lives we have to be in god's word understanding who he is and the wisdom that comes from him the gifts that he's provided with us do you hear about the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness generous, self-control right And all those things, we already have those gifts inside of us. They're ready to be applied to our life. Those are gifts of wisdom. Acquiring knowledge and wisdom needs to be applied to our lives. God gives us the knowledge and wisdom. It's our responsibility to step out in that. For some reason, many times we choose not to step out in godly wisdom. We allow our feelings, our hurts, our pains to overwhelm us and take over. Sometimes we just rather go about life in our own power rather than being, being in the place of having to put forth effort to attain the wisdom that God is ready to give us during different seasons of our lives. We do have a choice that is Great thing that God has given us, free will. But ultimately, God's word and God's wisdom is where we need to land. That needs to be our foundation. And it's up to us if we want to grow in that or not. The scripture I'm going to read from today is not from Proverbs. It's from Ephesians. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Be careful. Be very careful. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Make the most of our time. Be very careful in choosing wisdom above all else. Paul tells us not to let culture set the standard. He was teaching the the Ephesians. In that time, there was a lot of immorality going on, and he wanted to set the standard for them, not the culture. As saints or holy ones, when we believe in Jesus, we are set apart for God. Don't miss the opportunities to be wise by keeping the same foolish choices we've always made. The only way to make right choices is to understand God's will and God's view. Don't waste your life. What opportunity has God given you to maximize your wisdom? Think about that. No matter how much time we spend acquiring wisdom, though, it will mean little if we're not putting our feet to our faith. God's wisdom resides deep within our soul. But if we keep referring to head knowledge in daily life, we are not walking in his wisdom. We gain the knowledge. Seek God's wisdom, gaining the knowledge, cherishing it in our hearts, and applying it to our lives. I want to give you six characteristics of a wise person because I, I really like these. I read these online in a different format, but these are the six that I really felt like were good characteristics that show what a wise person is. They educate themselves. Knowledge is not bad, but relying on the knowledge is where we need to move from. So educate yourself, read your Bible, get to know God and his wisdom. A wise person is disciplined. Wise people exercise self-control. We talked about the fruit of the Spirit just a few minutes ago. Don't depend on your own power, but His. Self-control is a fruit of the Spirit, and you have it. Now use it. Choose wisdom over your desires. Being right. Selfish intent. A wise person admits their mistakes and learns from them. One of the... Biggest things I learned early on in my Christian walk was how to say, I'm sorry, without it being, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but truly saying, I'm sorry, I was wrong. People learn from their mistakes because they must live through the consequences, but move past the past. Wise people are patient. I work on this more than I need to. I pray for patience, and then God gives me situations that make me patient. Patience is a virtue and valuable when it comes to wisdom. A wise person leans on God's understanding, not their own. Wait, pause, cherish it in your heart. Wise people know their priorities. They put first things first and last things last. Jesus first, selfish desires last. Taking care of yourself is important, but not overwhelming your life with what you desire, want, need, rather than what God is pulling you into. Wise people are trustworthy and steadfast. A wise person admits that they don't know everything. They're not the smartest in the room. A wise person treats others as they want to be treated because they know it will help them, not hurt them. The wise person is who we always want to go to when we need solid advice. A wise person accepts the fact that other people are more qualified and more knowledgeable than we are. Find a mentor. Sidle up to that wise person to help you apply the wisdom to your life. Do you have a prayer partner? Do you have a spiritual director? Do you have a a mentor Whatever the name is, you need someone that is wiser than you to help guide you where you need to be. Now, this doesn't always mean an older woman. It doesn't. Because sometimes I have younger women in my life that speak wisdom into me like no other. They preach to me. So don't put your spiritual mentor in a little box of what they should look like, how they should act, what they should say, how old they should be, where they should live. If we've learned anything over the past year, it is we can Zoom. We can stay connected over video. Try that. Wisdom's not a noun. It's a verb. We put wisdom into action by applying it every day to our lives. When we're faced with tough decisions, we don't reason things out according to the world and what's going on around us. We draw from that well of wisdom, that well of wisdom, the spirit living inside of us, the words that we've read, who we know God to be. Far too many people ignore wisdom because they either don't want to hear it or they don't recognize it when they hear it. Wisdom has to be sown into your life every day. Read your Bible, seek God's wisdom, cherish it in your heart, and apply it when it's needed. I want to ask you a question now. How will you apply wisdom in your life? Take one of the characteristics of a wise person and apply it today. Is it patience? Is it self-control? Is it finding a wise mentor? And then tomorrow or the next day when you're ready, try another. Until you've integrated all of those into your life without planning. They just happen. Stop and think for a moment. Are you feeding on wisdom? What kind of words are you speaking regularly? What kind of words are you feeding into others? How are you applying your wisdom? Make a decision today. My challenge for you, I want you to lean into wisdom. I want you to sit with wisdom. I want you to take time for wisdom. Read the Bible, receive it from other wise people. Position yourself to a receive and apply the life giving words that God is giving you. I want to thank you for listening today. I pray for each and every one of you that listen to this show, that sit here with me, listening to the Lord speak to us. I pray this podcast has encouraged you to allow Jesus to work in and through your life one step, one decision, and one action at a time. Thank you for joining me today on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. I hope you're back next week for another episode. Before you leave, can I ask you to help out with the show? Can you go where you listen to the podcast and subscribe to the podcast? And then after you've listened to a few episodes, can you leave an honest review? I thank you in advance for leaving that review. You can also look in the show notes and find out where you can sign up For the daily devotion emails that I send out Monday through Friday, you'll get a little bit of morning sunshine in your inbox. Again, in the show notes, you can find that link. And I promise no spam, just Jesus and me. Now let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.